welcome to the season two reunion and recap show of Scott Survive Survivor. My name is Brandon Weber, and it's been a while since we've recorded, and it looks like Scott has brought a new prop because we had so much time. Scott, did you, like Mad Dog, learn how to play the didgeridoo since our last podcast? <coughs> Everybody listen to that. It's so good. Yeah, I learned that over Christmas. Yeah. I was so inspired by Mad Dog and her incredible retirement or something. It really appears that she's retired in this episode of this reunion uh, that I picked up the didgeridoo. Wow. And I love it. Wow. What a Christmas gift. (laughs) And a New Year's gift for all of our listeners now. Mm. Well, Scott, welcome in. I'm so excited to talk about the reunion. But it's not just you and me today. We have a special guest, different special guest from the season one reunion. Whoa. This is a friend of ours. This is Mag Dog. Mag Dog. Don't call me Mad Dog. Maggie Stack. Maggie, welcome to Scott Survive Survivor. How are you? Hey, thanks. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Looking forward to recapping the reunion and hearing more of Scott's didgeridoo magic. You you guys can hear that whenever you want to. (laughs) Not limited to this podcast (laughs) episode. Well, Maggie, we're so happy to have you here. Could you just briefly talk about, like, what is your Survivor story? What brings you to the show Survivor? Sure. So I'm currently on a survivor journey of my own. Um, Similar to Scott, I had never seen the show before. And then about maybe a year and a half ago, my girlfriend and I started watching Survivor from season one, from the very beginning. And I don't know if proud is the right word, but I can announce that we are now on season 28. So we've gone through 28 seasons of Survivor. So on a similar type of journey to Scott, but just a little bit ahead. Mm. Just a little bit. Putting me to shame. You've been surviving for a while now. So you're you're getting there. Maybe maybe by season 43, you'll be back on on live timelines. Yeah, we might be caught up eventually. That'd be cool. I have a lot of envy about that because there is a part of me that really just wants to dig in and watch every single episode and find out who wins every single season. But no, I I know two winners of the first two two seasons. I haven't seen any HD Survivor. I don't know what Jeff looks like in HD. In widescreen, too. Yeah, widescreen. the letterbox stuff right (laughs) now. Did we talk about when HD starts? Do you have any idea when HD starts? I think we've talked about it. I think... You wanted that to be a secret. I'm guessing. Yeah, I think it is a big reveal when they announce that the next season is going to be in HD. They announce it? Yeah, it's like a big deal. Yeah. I'm guessing probably 2006, 2007 that that really started to take off with the plasma screens everywhere. Probably Mm -hmm. somewhere around then. But for now, we're in that SD life. Big giant TVs whenever they're needed. Big giant computers whenever they're needed. Oh, yeah. Survivor. So let's dive into... The season two reunion. Tina is going to get congratulated for her win. And after Bryant Gumbel, who I would say has some interesting moments here, especially with a couple of the women on the cast, I would say. Yeah. Um, But at the beginning, not, not too much going on. He introduces the whole cast. Anybody... That you did not remember when he introduced the cast. (laughs) That did happen in the first season, but, uh, second season, um... Yeah, I, I remembered everyone way better this time. Wow. I nice. don't know why. That's strange because I feel like during the season you were like, I'm gonna forget I don't know person. these people. <laughs> yeah, who are these people? And then we've taken a long break too, so that's surprising. I did say when Jeff got on the screen, like not our Jeff, not Jeff Probst, 
blessed be he. But the Jeff on the, the Survivor Jeff, I did ask who that was. Okay. But I think I also asked who he was while he was currently on the show. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really mean anything. He just has that kind of face. Yeah, I was a little fuzzy on Jeff and Mitchell a little bit. Mitchell's mm. height is the only memorable thing about him, I felt. Yeah. So I had a little trouble with those two. I remembered Mitchell, but he looked so different here. He, he looks like he should be curling up next to a fire with with a book and debating <laughs> philosophy or something. Yeah, but, I think he's he does like music. So maybe he could be like playing the guitar and singing by the fire mm. in like a comfy like uh what what was that blanket uh, blanket sweater called the uh, oh gosh the snuggie is it snuggie called? yeah oh, he probably nice. he, I, I feel like Mitchell would have a snuggie I don't know if they have one that fits him extra tall <laughs> <laughs> the big yeah. and tall snuggie uh, that would be like probably twenty four ninety nine instead of nineteen ninety nine yeah yeah that extra five dollars you pay a premium yeah. <laughs> I was can I make may I have a hot take real fast about yes. the hosts yes of the of the reunion I was. I think I knew maybe that you told me in our previous reunion that Brian Gumbel would be back, but is that his name? Brian yes. Gumbel? I think I also had trouble with his name in the last reunion that we recorded. I think it's Bryant with a Bryant? T. Is it? Bryant, yeah. Oh, well, Bryant. But when you say it fast, it kind of just sounds like yeah. Brian Gumbel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was disappointed to see him return. I think he's the worst interviewer ever, and he's doing like such like gotcha like news reporting, and he's asking questions that it's like, who cares? I'm, I'm, we'll get to it, but some of the questions he asked just sound so sleazy. It's like, I don't care about this. Literally, who cares about this? And even his nicknames, I feel like, are unfair. Like, he has a cutesy nickname for almost everyone who walks out or who's sitting there when the show starts, <laughs> but he just calls Deb the first to go. There's Aww. no nickname. It's just, and the first to go, Deb Eaton. Mm. I thought, I, I, I marked down that when, when he gets to Roger, right after Elizabeth, Roger is just her buddy, <laughs> Elizabeth's buddy. Like, is that is that it for Roger? That was his legacy? That's his legacy, is just being Elizabeth's no. buddy. Their There's relationship so did strongly define the vibe of the season, that though, I true. felt like. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really did, yeah. yeah. Well, I think one thing you got right on the nose was controversial Jerry Manthe. I felt oh, like Jerry. that was a, uh, that was that was right on the... <laughs> that on that the was his nickname for Jerry? Yeah. Controversial. Controversial. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I feel like she loves. You see her get that nickname, and instead of looking like wincing like Deb did, she just looks like she owns it at least. Yeah. You gotta she, give like, her cackles. that. You gotta give her that. Yeah. yeah. Jerry being treated the same way Deb was is almost like a compliment to her somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll get to Deb in a little bit. Um, That's a whole thing. But we are going to start with the other end of, of, the, uh, of the season with mm-hmm. Tina, who's basically, you know, says that she never even thought about winning that when she and Colby got to the final two, like, they had just won together. And so, like, she didn't even... I mean, I, mm. I don't buy this, necessarily. <laughs> They've been waiting a long time to hear who won. But she says, like, that was, like, their moment together, the two of them, uh, just getting Keith out and being the final two. That was their goal from very early on. And, you know, she says that she would have played this game for free if, if, it, were, mm-hmm. if it were free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I... I... If t- to use a word maybe Roger would use, that sounds like a lot of hooey. And it really <laughs> seems like she played Colby, and she played the game the way it was meant to be played, with some outwitting and some manipulation, because she 
No, they didn't both win. She walked home with a million dollars. She didn't split that with Colby. And yeah. isn't he quick to point out the difference, the dollar amount yeah, difference in what K they difference. walked away with? Yeah, yeah he, he knows it. And uh, yeah, he's probably never going to forget the difference between first and second place <laughs> on Survivor. Um, and then, you know, naturally it goes to uh, Colby being asked why he took Tina instead of Keith. And he's talked about this before, yeah. that like he didn't even want Keith to sniff that money and that he wanted, if he didn't win, he wanted it to be mm-hmm. Tina. Um, and he said, he, he said this a lot during the season, but he hasn't lost any sleep after mm-hmm. choosing Tina to go with him because he knew that, like, they both, both of them could have deserved it. She was deserving. He didn't feel like Keith was. Is it possible that he's just a really good sleeper? Because I feel like he talks about that a lot. We've talked about this a lot on the podcast <laughs> yeah. that I think nothing... <laughs> Uh, nothing makes Colby lose sleep. Yeah, I'm not sure just... that sleeping well means anything yeah. for no, him. No, I think he's just a good sleeper. <laughs> yeah. so. He sleeps well, and all throughout the day, he's just racked with regret and <laughs> and uh, just misfortune. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every day since he's been back from Australia, he's just like sitting there playing over the scenarios in his head. But when, he, <laughs> when it's time for bed, his brain just turns <laughs> off, and he's just able to go right to sleep and sleep through the night. So, um, yeah, and then they go to Keith. The, the, the final three get their, like, get their time. And Keith said he, he also would have voted Colby out and kept mm-hmm. Tina, even though Tina would for sure have beaten Keith also. So it was, I think, testament to how well Tina was playing, that she was, like, the person that each of them would have taken. Mm-hmm. And I bet if she won the last challenge, she probably would have had the cutthroatness to kick Colby out and mm-hmm. win against Keith in the final mm-hmm. two. I totally believe that as well, yeah. yeah. And here's one of those awkward Bryant moments with Keith, right? Where he makes him listen to all the things that Tina and Colby said about him. Yes, he, like, enumerates so every... Yeah. He's like, after watching, these are the people that said, you don't deserve it, uh, you know, you don't know how to cook, or right. you, like, you did this, I don't want Keith there. And he's like... Yeah, that was that was kind of hard, but uh, yeah. He's... But thanks for bringing it up, Brian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, moment number one for Brian oh. in this reunion. It must be so annoying to sit amongst them and just hear questions like that, where he's just intentionally trying to stir the pot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he do- it's not the last time that he'll just ask something to try to stir it the pot. It doesn't seem to work that well, though. No, they're kind of like, I feel like they do very well as a, as a whole group of people to just like, just beat around the bush when he asks a yeah. stupid question and they, <laughs> right. they try to move on so yeah so i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens when spoiler that it won't be brian gumble forever in the reunion <laughs> show so we'll see how that happens then keith also mentions that like when their camp flooded it was no longer about the game so mm-hmm. much as like they actually felt like they were literally surviving mm-hmm. and not really playing the game as much anymore maybe that was true for keith <laughs> I feel like, and maybe Roger and Elizabeth, but I feel like Tina and Colby were always playing the game. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, and they were so happy to vote Keith out, and it's cool of him to at least act like he doesn't have hard feelings, but they were against him the whole time, and they were totally playing against him the whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then they go around the jury and ask, like, what, why did you vote the way you did? And I thought that one, a couple interesting ones were Nick said that uh, he felt Tina... Or he felt Colby tried to know him better during the game, and that Tina didn't really answer his jury question, which we talked about last mm-hmm. time. And then Elizabeth said that Tina's, uh, you know, explanation for what she's going to do with the money, starting that fund for 
kids who need it Mm -hmm. was a big reason why. I really hope for Elizabeth's sake that Tina did start such a fund mm. and it's, it's still going, but I really don't know. I tried to find it. I, I don't oh, know. No. Yeah, yeah, I don't sweet know. Elizabeth voting with her emotions. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And Roger is, you know, he's gone back and forth on whether he should have voted for Colby or mm-hmm. Tina, but he, think that, he thinks that that means it was really close and both of them were deserving and he's glad it came down to 4-3. And we are too, because it keeps the drama for just mm-hmm. that extra second. And I think Jeff kept the uh, drama going for even longer than that during the reveal of the votes. It oh, makes yeah. for a good hour of television when it's 4-3, yes. for sure. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because if you get to the final two, we haven't had a season yet where it, it like it's been 4-3 both times. And mm-hmm. so it's always been, so far, like as close as it can be. So mm-hmm. it's been exciting till the last vote is revealed. The way you're saying that, Brandon, is making it sound like it's not always going to be that way. <laughs> you know, if we'll see. We'll see in season three. If, if every single season from season three to 41 is a 4-3 vote, then I, I don't know. We'll I'm see. excited about someone just getting zero votes. <laughs> in, in oh, brace yourself. Oh, oh, boy. Wow. Um, yeah, so Bryant then asks Colby if, like, this game is, if there's something wrong with it, if he can dominate all the challenges and then still lose the game in the end. And he basically is like, what are you talking about? No, there's nothing wrong with the game. Tina played really well. She deserved to win. Yeah. And, like, luck played a part for both of them, and it's not just about winning the challenges. I wonder if he asked that because there was, like, scandal going on where everyone's like, Colby did the best, but he still lost somehow. Well, that... I will say is true to this day oh. that people, yeah, people will, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're watching a show, right? Yeah. It's produced, it's edited. Mm-hmm. They want us to root for someone. Mm-hmm. And I, mm. I would, I would think that Colby was the one that they wanted us to, to be rooting for, especially at the time, 20 years ago, mm. the, the Texan guy, I mean, or like the Southern mom mm-hmm. playing a survival game. Like, come on, it has to be Colby, right? <laughs> it's got to be Colby. So, and I it's mean, a much more compelling story than Colby versus Keith. Again, it makes for better television. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Um, yes, and then we find out that Tina yeah. wasn't a part of the original cast. What? Shocking! Imagine that is crazy. this season without Tina. It's impossible. You don't. I mean, we don't know who it, who would have been, been there. Could have been anyone. Could have been. I don't know. Maybe Jeff Probst was <laughs> was lined up and he couldn't make it. Yeah. It's like I just can't host. I can't do both guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't know they even did that. Like alternates. That makes total sense because yeah. otherwise one person drops out and your whole show is like, oh, yep. whoopsie. We're missing a person. <laughs> We're just missing a person. Yeah. And the whole time you have to keep correcting yourself and saying these 16, sorry, 15 people. Yeah. One yeah. time starts at a disadvantage. Yeah. Like, yeah. What are what what would they be doing there? So great for us that. And great for Tina that they called her and got her in that spot because uh, made her a million dollars. Mm. So, well, less than that after taxes. Yeah, I wonder. Maybe they mentioned this, but was there anyone else that was an alternate on the season? Like, how many dropouts did they get? Well, they said that Keith was supposed to be in the first season. Oh, that's but then right. They, yeah, like moved mm-hmm. him back to season two. So how crazy is that? I yeah. What? How I don't think they go replaced? over. I don't think they go over every like alternate in every mm-hmm. season, but. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they took, um, like, 
I mean, I'm trying to think of, you know, similar archetypes on season one to Keith. Keith would like have Like Rudy. Yeah, Rudy was Keith the chef, right? Keith totally made sense on Tagi. Yeah. Easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the older people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a grumpy guy that's glad to be in an alliance and just knocking everyone out. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. that's pretty much how he played. Yep. And I bet Tagi wouldn't complain about his rice either. No. <laughs> well, maybe Richard. Oh, to the so. cameras. That's true, yeah. He'd say, just like Rudy burned the fish, Keith <laughs> sucks at cooking rice. Um... I think this might be in the the next like half reunion, the back from or home from the outback special. But uh, Keith ended up writing a book called "Yes, I Can Cook Rice." That's so, great. Did he? Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to read it. He tried to leverage his fame on Survivor <laughs> to create a bestseller. His infamy, really, <laughs> for not being able to to cook rice. But as we've talked about, much different circumstances yeah. on an, on a Survivor show than in a nice kitchen. In the White House kitchen, where he's, always, kitchen. where he's always cooking his rice. That's where he's always cooking. Um, yeah, and then we see a bunch of audition videos throughout this uh, reunion. Which one was, Maggie, which one was your favorite? Well, it's it's difficult to choose between Tina falling out of the mm-hmm. tree and Alicia throwing a boomerang <laughs> at a hopping six-foot kangaroo. Mm-hmm. It's, that's a tough choice for me. Yes. Those are my top two, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely the falling out of the tree for me is a, that's I mean that's a stunt. Yes. <laughs> she had to put something there. Or maybe she didn't. Maybe she just maybe. free fell onto the ground. Yeah. Uh while pretending to be a koala. Yeah. Much uh, more memorable than Elizabeth hitting a pothole. Yeah. I, would say. I, was, yeah, I was gonna say. I liked that for its like randomness. Like what? <laughs> like this got you on the show that you ran over a pothole? I wonder if she hadn't run over the pothole if she would have made it. But also what a baller move. Such a low effort. She's like, whatever, I'm just going to be recording in my car on the way home. Do you think she was holding the camera the whole time? (laughs) Yeah, it's just her. I feel like Tim, her boyfriend Tim, was holding it, I gotta say. He didn't want to hold it. You know, this is your thing. Do you know who this Tim is? He's pretty, he was a football player. Tim Hasselbeck. Oh. Oh. Matt Hasselbeck's brother. Going to pretend I know this. They're uh, maybe you're both pretending, but yeah, they're they're now married. So yeah, she she's now Elizabeth Hasselbeck. I'm glad Elizabeth didn't say fiance of an ex NFL player like how Monica was. (laughs) I guess I'm going ahead here. Yeah. (laughs) So we are gonna talk about Mike. Mike. Oh yeah. And how his hands are better now. Well, he's back first of all. Yeah, he's alive. Yeah, he's back. It was nice to see him, even though I knew he would be there. It was Mm -hmm. nice to see him again. Yeah. I wrote a note here, which is why is everyone so obsessed with Mike? Why does everyone (laughs) think he would have gone so far? I mean. I think if you're strong, you get voted out. So I'd actually be surprised if Mike had made it all the way to the end. So I'm they, interested in your thoughts on that. They were also kind of getting tired of his like antics, yeah. but he was helping them eat. But I feel like once it became like individual, I feel like they like they weren't like, oh, we want Mike to win. Like they're only. I think they've you know they've gotten it twisted in their head after he suffered the accident. He became a like, martyr. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So he's like the symbol of. Kucha's downfall because if he had stayed in they probably would have just wiped 
Oh, good boring. Oh, the boring. Oh, the they loved the that one. Yeah. Yes. Man, if Mike would have stayed in the game, he would have been both of the slots at the end. Yeah. That's right. Mike and Mike. <laughs> yeah, Mike and Mike. Mike and Mike. Uh, yeah, that would have been fun to see. And uh, we got to see the video of his hands once again. I did not watch. I did not look at the screen. I don't think we saw the Kimmy video, though, of the eating challenge, which is good. That's like the <laughs> one. True. That's even worse. It's even an even worse video Ugh. than somebody's hands burning off <laughs> somehow. Um, yeah, so Jeff, I feel like Jeff Varner has some interesting, like, he's kind of just, like, talking about Oga boring and, like, reveling in the fact that he had like dumped out or like released the fish mm -hmm. that they had all caught yeah. on the day that he got voted out he's just like i'm gonna i don't know try to like tear down these people or like i don't know be like the the, the winner in my own weird way at mm -hmm. the end of this he's like if i can't have this then i'm going to mess things up along the way it just reinforced for me that there's really only room for one jeff on survivor <laughs> <laughs> yes and it is jeff probes yep. uh, yeah i think scott earlier you said refer to Jeff Varner as Survivor Jeff. I feel like Jeff Probst is Survivor Jeff. That's the true Survivor Jeff. Mm. Yeah, what would Survivor be without Jeff? I wouldn't watch it. Yeah, unless it's a reunion. It's hard to yeah. imagine. Yeah. And even the reunion, I was just staying tuned for when Jeff made his appearance in the trailer for the next season. Yes, that's right. I, how much of an appearance did he make, though? I feel like it was just a lot of animals. It may have been... Didn't he voice it over? He voiced it. it yeah. Sure. That's all I needed. Yeah. Yeah. You just, just need that. that. Just a little taste of Jeff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do have a note here without context that I jotted down that just says guy with didgeridoo vibing. He really was. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they said his name too, and I yeah. don't think I wrote it down, but yeah, he was. He was loving it. Yeah. The oh, since we're talking about the the orchestra there, the three singers were looking at. Maybe they were looking at music, but I like to think they were looking at lyrics and imagine what the lyrics to the Survivor theme song look like. Yeah, maybe we'll try to put it together and see how close we can get. But yeah, they, they're they were great. Love the live band. Love the over-the-topness of yeah. it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Brian is going to move on to talk about them being hungry and fatigued throughout the game. And uh, Mitchell, who was like a super fan of season one, thought that they would feed the people when the cameras oh, yeah. went off. Throw an and apple he, or banana. It was banana. a rude awakening for Mitchell <laughs> that they do not feed them. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. Do yeah. you think the, the camera crew is just sitting there, though, like eating Swiss cake rolls? And <laughs> They're definitely right eating beef them? jerky, for sure. <laughs> oh, if, yeah. if Kel wasn't, the camera crews were, for sure. Maybe, okay, here's something I haven't yeah. thought of before. Maybe there was a person on the camera crew who looked a lot like Kel. Yeah. And this is what spawned the whole... Jerry the saw whole Jerry saga. that person eating and didn't put two and two together that that person had a camera in front of them. <laughs> right. It couldn't be Kel. Couldn't be Kel. She just saw the beef jerky. Kel's luxury item was not a camera. So <laughs> it was not like a studio quality <laughs> video camera. No, it wasn't. Um, and then uh, Mad Dog has her first wonderful moment. Not Mad Dog. Mad Dog has her first <laughs> wonderful moment of the reunion where she says that her, the Survivor diet was working so well, if she had gotten to stay a couple more weeks, then she would be wearing a thong. Mm. That Woo. woman can play to the camera. Oh, yeah. She was eating it up at this <laughs> reunion. Yes. Totally. Yeah, Marilyn's great. So Speaking glad of Marilyn, to see her again. Did, uh, did Bryant really say Marilyn is now twice the weight? 
I think he said back to fighting weight. Okay, um, because the caption, the caption, I said think was twice wrong. the weight from when she was a young cop on the force. Yeah, I don't think that's what he said. I mean, let's not put it past me. I, I will <laughs> not. I will not. I will. I, I'm not. Fair I'm, point. I'm not. I'm giving him a little bit here because the captions have been wrong a lot in yeah. my experience True. With this season. I think it's partially like how old they are and how. Like, I don't know, the audio doesn't get picked up as well, so it's tougher mm. to write them. I don't know if they're, like, auto-generated or something, but I don't think that's what Brian said. Well, um, I think we can agree that whoever did write the captions, if they were written, also agrees with us that Bryant could have said that. Didn't like, put it past him. They're like, yeah. oh, this is a crazy thing to say, but Bryant might say this. So. Definitely did it. Yep. Yep. Um, all they ate on Thanksgiving were macadamia nuts. That's yeah. so sad. Well, at the same time... Be thankful for them. Aren't macadamia nuts, like, notoriously very expensive? And delicious. Yeah. And they're delicious, too. I don't think I've ever bought a pack of macadamia nuts or anything. So. Well, I'm just saying, it's there's worse things you could have on Thanksgiving. Coochicorn? That's better than coochicorn, I would say. And Probably. I think I heard members of the other tribe mumbling on a side, like, we actually ate pretty well on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I think there was an aside. I didn't really get captured or spent mm. any time on, but... Interesting. <laughs> And then we get into the uh, desired trend from Kimmy of doing a birthday suit on her birthday, which was going to be on the show if yeah. she didn't get voted off when she did. Um, and Vegetarian Kimmy Kappenberg. Vegetarian Kimmy <laughs> Kappenberg. Uh, Elizabeth says voting her out before the birthday suit day was strategy. <laughs> and Jeff says they all saw her birthday suit anyway. Yeah, so, I don't. What does that mean? Great. What does the birthday suit mean? What does that mean that they all saw it anyway? I mean, I'm sure she... I mean, she took like one bath, right? So yeah, there you go. That was probably <laughs> that must it. Have been that was it. the time. That must have been the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Uh, Kimmy couldn't quite follow in Richard's footsteps either by winning or by being naked on her birthday. So <laughs> good try, Kimmy. Yes. And then Bryant is going to go into why didn't anybody hook up on the show? Sleaze territory. Yes, mm-hmm. we're, Get in we're there, starting Bryant. there. We're getting there. Um, and Nick was like. They're like they're all attractive, but we're all nasty. They're all gross. We're not gonna hook up. I think Nick starts by saying all the women were nasty, and then later amends it to say, "Oh, so were the rest of us." <laughs> it's like they all they right all were nasty, and so was I. <laughs> After a long pause. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And and here's Mad Dog's second moment where mm. she says that there were condoms in the first aid kit, and they were all there when she got voted off. Which, to be fair, was only like day like nine or something yeah. so but all 12 all 12, all 12 yep all 12 are still there and then uh bryant continues on being a creep and says amber and elizabeth why didn't you wear sexier bikinis what basically. the heck is this question wow. it's so like i, wow. I like double t- i was like oh is he asking them why their bikinis were so like but no he was like why are you dressing so modestly on this tv show didn't you learn a lesson yeah. from colleen like what <laughs> yeah brian why would you ask this this is on nobody's mind yeah literally nobody only brian no one i i cannot picture in my head anything that anyone was wearing this entire show but brian's like yeah this is a good question to ask this this is a good wrap-up question i don't understand it's horrible it's, it's an awful horrible. question and i don't think jeff Probst would ever ask a question like this to his children which is what the survivors are. <laughs> okay. It's like, yeah, I, I would think not. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Well, yeah, we'll see if, if that ever happens. Hopefully not. Um, and then, yeah, here's where we get to the mad dog picture of her as a younger 
younger person and less than twice the or less than half the weight of what she is now. No, uh, yeah, I don't think that's what he said, but um, people definitely appreciated that picture though. Yeah, it's a nice mm-hmm. picture. Yeah. Um, and then we go to like the sad part of the oh, reunion, which yeah, is oh when God. we get to yeah. Deb and how this experience just crushed her basically. Yeah. And then she wouldn't do it again. No way. She's not. Ha- she didn't want to go to the reunion at all. No, no. But she did. I think there's like an appearance, you know, uh, like check that they get. So that could have been a reason that mm-hmm. she still came. But yeah, rough, rough for Deb. Um, yeah. I genuinely I, feel bad for her. I feel like she's really burying her soul there. She's trying so hard not to cry, and Bryant is trying so hard to get her to cry. Yes. Yep. Again. Like, Let me push this yeah, Bryant's hit points. this like hit this section of the reunion where he's just like, I'm gonna stir the pot as much as I can for the rest of this thing. And like if I can get Deb Eaton to cry, even though like she's the first boot, the only reason people know who she is is because of like the outside the show stuff probably that came out about her during the show Mm. and then he's like remember this person like let's see if we can make her cry so Mm -hmm. pretty rough from bryant i would say um but she says she'll get her belief in herself back eventually Mm. and everybody has a big applause mitchell later says like deb is great we traveled together Mm. like after we got voted out and then bryant Um, says well you have it back now because it's just that easy you get one round of applause you're you're, you're better now yep you're healed. Next person. <laughs> Brian Gumbel, therapist of the year. 2001. <laughs> yep. I mean, that, maybe that is what therapy was like back in 2001. I don't know. It probably wasn't, it's a pat as, good on the as, back. wasn't as good as it is now, I'm sure. Mm. Get in front of a live audience and have everybody clap. Um, yeah. So that's Deb. And I don't think she... She has a, a funny moment later in the episode yeah. about a night that they had on Kucha. <laughs> but uh, we'll get there. And then we're going to jump into more conflict between Kel and Jerry. And we get into who's going to send whom a Christmas card. And uh, Kel wouldn't send Jerry a Christmas card, even though he has forgiven her for mm-hmm. saying that he had beef jerky. Right. What did you, yeah, Scott, would you send Jerry a Christmas card if uh, you were Kel? If Jerry saw me eating my beef jerky and reported it to everyone and had people look through my bags... I think I would send her a Christmas card still. Does it depend whether you actually ate the beef jerky? Because to me, that's what it comes down to. If he didn't eat the beef jerky, I could see why he feels wrong. But if he could own it, I would still send her a card. No, that's true. That does uh, help hold some water for the the Kel did not eat beef jerky uh, story. That he still won't send her a Christmas card? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Yeah, and, and Jerry kind of, like, eats all this up that she, you know, just relishes being the person who's a little bit controversial. Yeah. She doesn't mm-hmm. care if everyone likes her. The game is separate from their lives, though, and so she, like, hopes that today would be the day that they could all reflect and kind of come, More to, terms with, no. come to terms with everything. I don't yeah. buy that. She, no. She's loving the controversy, and she gives Cal the most unapologetic apology of all time. And then threatens Bryant Gumble with breakfast somehow. She's like, we're going to have breakfast again. Yes. Very threateningly. What does that mean? I don't know. Is that, is that like code for something? Yeah, like, what? I don't know. What was breakfast the first time? Maybe maybe Keith was going to cook 
them breakfast, and so the threat is that he's going to have to eat Keith's oh, cooking no. for breakfast. Don't say anything about that cooking. Yeah. You won't hear the end of it. No. Um, Alicia also won't send Kimmy a Christmas card after their chicken argument, but, like, Kimmy's Jewish, so I probably wouldn't send... Yeah. Like, Kimmy doesn't want it's a Christmas card. Yeah. yeah. Alicia's rude. just being respectful. Yeah. Maybe a holiday card. Holiday card. And there's a nice replay of the finger waggle. Yes, lots of <laughs> like and, and lots of uh, lots of reactions. Like when she starts wa- yeah, waving like, the finger, Aah! everybody's like, "Oh, there it is!" Like I see it. <laughs> yes. Oh man. It must have been like a meme at the time, or as whatever the equivalent yeah, was. They, they didn't have memes back then. <laughs> have been invented. <laughs> they sent emails to each other. People sent emails with. Yeah, pictures. there was probably a listserv or something. <laughs> like the cha- like a chain mail yeah. thing of like you gotta send this finger wave Uh-oh. to your enemy or you'll like have crazy misfortune or something. <laughs> a chicken will will die in your midst. Or, or Kimmy will not send you a Christmas card. Oh my god. Well, yeah, I don't think Kimmy's gonna be sending uh, anyone a Christmas yeah, card. She, that was never. That was never on, on the table. Yeah, it was never on the no. table. Um, and then I think he talks about, like, how, like what, Amber, why did you hide your true feelings about people on the show? And she's like, because I'm not stupid. I don't want to get right. voted out. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I didn't, you know, care that much about the people, but I, like, had to play along with everything to not get voted out. So, I, yeah, like you said, Scott, that Bryant is, like, not the best interviewer and i got the sense here that he just like wasn't understanding this game very he's basically much. like why did you play the game amber yeah. mm-hmm. well i was on it so <laughs> yeah how interesting could that answer be besides right. exactly what she said right i mean she finished sixth place and like out of 16 pretty good pretty like good. if she yeah. showed her feelings maybe she gets voted out before that so bryant if i may say and not to pile more on on to him he seems like the person that doesn't actually watch the show at all and then like some intern gives him notes before and he's like all right bikinis all right uh amber whatever <laughs> yeah. I'll ask the questions who cares well, i think he had like a popular morning show at the time on cbs may might have been called the early show or the morning show something mm. like that and One so he was like the cbs face oh no and so they I like i want to diss cbs yeah well we won't okay i don't think he's with them anymore okay okay well there is a gumble with them. Is it Bryant? Oh, I don't no. know. There's a Greg. I think it's his brother well. Greg. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think his brother Greg is Greg still might be cooler. CBS. Yeah. Uh, he does a lot of football stuff. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, let's see. Um, one question for y'all. Did you notice that some people had a hometown listed and some people had a job? Like a lot of Ooh. people had, like Crittenden, of course, for Roger. Yeah. But then Keith just said, chef. Oh. It was interesting. I was wow. trying to figure out like who's defined the by pattern? their job and who's defined by their yeah. hometown. But my mm. captions cover it well, up. Well, Roger <laughs> might be retired mm. and just do what stuff do on his farm. At that point. So it's just his hometown. But Keith is very much was very much still a chef. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised it didn't say like presidential chef. Yeah. <laughs> just said one time presidential chef. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go to questions from the crowd. Did you think the crowd questions were better than the Bryant Gumble questions, Maggie? I put them on roughly the same level. I didn't take many notes on them. I kind of glossed over that part and just noted Marilyn's weird menopause joke during this time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like she's always gone through, she, she's already gone through life's the change. change of or, life. Yeah, the yeah. change of life. Yes. Oh boy. Yep. Uh, at first I was like, what is she? And I was like, oh, oh. I was like, she's gone through puberty? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
I mean, she's twice the weight. Yeah. So she, oh my. That's that's the growth spurt. Um, yeah. Wasn't one of the question the audience questions like a an advertisement plant? It was like I just want from Reebok. I'm yeah. Gonna, what? Like, thank you all for a great season. Yeah, I think that's that was just the real. Reebok spokesperson. They have this like fan the sec the section of the show for fans to like put in their two cents and like finally have a way of communicating. And then they're like second season. All right. We can use this for ad space. Product placement. Like, why? Well, I think on season one, as we went to commercial on the reunion, there was, like, the Reebok guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were cheering. Yeah, they were cheering. This is just one So now it's participatory. Oh, boy. Wow. Yeah. Well, I don't remember her question. Um, It's like if someone said, hi, I just drove here in my Pontiac Aztec, and I have a question for (laughs) the crowd. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Her question was about um, Mike putting the blood on his face. Oh, Super basic Mm -hmm. question. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted to show the other team that they got a pig by doing that. Um, They talk about how often they brush their teeth, and we do get some information that uh, once Alicia brushed her teeth, she was like, who wants to kiss me? Mm Mm-hmm. And Nick jumped Nick right in, in there. Yeah, he just went in. Wow. Cool. That's it. Good job, Nick. Yeah. 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 He was like, it's a bit of a long story. And yeah. Brian's like, we've got all day. And Nick's like, Nick's, Brian's like, like finally. <laughs> a kissing story. This is what I've been trying to get. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That's so funny. Um, Mitchell wouldn't do the game again. He, it, it was too much for his mm. seven-foot body to mm-hmm. handle. And they didn't give him apples on the side, so <laughs> he's out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the game for Keith became an opportunity for him to just apologize to himself for his past. And he did a lot of reflection, as mm. we saw. He talked about going up on the mountain all the time and being up there and reflecting. So that's good. He didn't. He stopped caring about the money at some point during the game. So. Yeah, when he realized he couldn't win. It's a good time to stop yeah. caring. If you have the ability to let go of that at that point, that's the that's you, a good time. You're right. Good good for him. Yeah. He had he did have the ability to let go of it and it really did seem like he had let go of it. Yes. Um preview for Survivor 3. Woo! Mm-hmm. We're going to Africa. Yeah. The whole the whole the continent. whole continent. I was like, <laughs> "What where? That's a big there's a lot of countries in there." There are. Just somewhere in Africa. Yep. Because Madagascar, that's it, part of Africa. It will. I. I. I don't. I think they put the logo up there, right? So like, yeah. it is literally just called Survivor Africa. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. I doubt that if they went did the season again now, it would be Survivor Africa. Be I feel specific. like they would be more specific country. Probably because they. I would imagine are they are running out of countries or places to they're running oh yeah. now yeah. yeah yeah so they have to like be more specific than you can't eliminate an entire continent yeah. we got to go back to this continent we only somewhere. have se- like seven yeah. options yeah. and yeah. really six yeah. options if you think about it so yeah they had to uh change that i would say i can't wait till survivor like the deep south of mississippi oh my god <laughs> wow gotta stay close enough to the equator that freezing isn't a problem mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so Survivor Africa, we're going to see all these cool yeah. cool animals. Oh my gosh, yeah. the B-roll for the animals here was killer. Yeah. It was so great. The hippo, yeah. oh man, the hippo like splashing yeah. around the water. Like mm. I think the hip- hippo is like the most dangerous. The deadliest creature. Yeah, it's like the deadliest yeah. animal. So. Yeah. But just imagining being out there with like lions and stuff. Oh and, my gosh. Oh, oh, so many 
Uh, so excited. The noises at night and everything. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm so yeah. excited to start episode one of Survivor mm-hmm. Africa. I expected Jerry to start a drum circle at this point. Oh. I don't know about the rest of you, but <laughs> that's what I thought was going to happen. And it never did. No uh, drumming. Did. She didn't bring her drum with her. Marilyn got no. to bring the didgeridoo, but Clearly Jerry didn't bring the drum. Yeah. Mm. They could have had a whole band, like Mitchell <laughs> Sings, yeah. you know, they could have done a whole whole Survivor 2 band. Yeah, you can do drums and didgeridoo at the same time, though, so mm-hmm. Marilyn could have brought that can, can a little. You? Yeah, sure. Was she, was she not using her hands hand. to hold it? Yeah. Okay, one hand. Oh, yeah, okay. One hand didgeridoo. Lots of, uh, lot, like, finger drumming. Maybe I, you have more options. I would have like... pulled in the bass flute from the band, though, for Ooh. sure. Did you guys see the bass flute? No. Yeah. I it. What? It's a I, huge I played flute, flute too. that curves around. I played it flute, It curves too. around? Wait, yeah. well, there's two flautists in here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Scott, two flautists. Did you bring your flute? <laughs> no. I feel so left out. I don't know what a bass flute is. You just brought a didgeridoo. Is. Yeah. <laughs> I right. guess that is the ultimate bass flute. If it is. Good point. It's the Australian bass flute. The king of the woodwinds. Ooh. Yes. Very nice. Um, the, uh, Brian asks the contestants, you know, what advice would you give for the season three players? Colby says, expect the absolute worst. <laughs> and then everyone laughs. <laughs> and then he's like, like, no, seriously. I'm dead it, serious. It's, yeah. it's and terrible. Nick said, it's not Sucks. fun. It's not fun. All the girls were nasty. It's not fun. <laughs> I'm putting words in his mouth. He didn't say those things at the, the same time. Yeah. Colby doesn't say that as a joke, but I genuinely have a I have trouble visualizing a season that's worse than season two at mm. least i don't know in africa right pe- pe- you know as long as they don't build their camp on a riverbed uh it, i think it'll go better for them in general <laughs> yeah i think this is something from the like post reunion reunion the home from the outback but rudy gives some commentary mm. on the season two people and oh. he's basically like they were idiots for, or they were dumb, dumb for building their uh, yes. shelter on the yes. bed. Yeah. Oh, so. oh no, I, I missed that. I did yeah. watch some of that, but oh, that's yeah. hilarious. You should definitely watch it. We won't cover it in a, in a, you know, official full episode, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, there's some good stuff in there. I'd say so worth watching. I hadn't watched it in years until I watched it before this mm. episode. So. Um, Yes, and and then Bryant is like, why didn't you all have controversial conversations this season, like on season one? Yeah, and they're like, no, we talked we about did. stuff, but they weren't on, they weren't shown. Like, like it's a TV show. He understands how cameras work. Yeah. We know this. We yeah. saw every single moment. It's like... We saw the entire forty-two day show. Yeah. Why didn't you talk about kids out of wedlock? You guys didn't mention me. <laughs> you didn't mention Brian Gumble. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I I. I I think the reason they didn't show a lot of that cause, is because it was so covered. It was heavily covered in the first mm-hmm. season, and it would have just felt like rehashing. Some you can't of the same do the conversations. same conversations yeah. in every season. Yeah. Don't I don't show think, that you want to go on. I don't think. I don't know. Maybe they are, but I don't think they're shying away from those kinds of conversations. I think those no. do tend to make good TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was sure. a different vibe for season two versus season one. It almost had to establish itself mm. as not being a rehash of season one. Right. Mm. I mean, if you do the same thing too many times in a row, then it's not... Like, if it's the same story every time, then it's not interesting mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely agree with that. Um, Deb says that Kucha did have an important discussion about farting on their first oh, night. Oh, yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, good for Deb. She got she got a little She got her there. moment. Yeah. yeah. Good job, Deb. Yeah, what was that word that Bryant used to describe farting after she said that? Oh, like a bilabial phrase? fricative. What is that? I've that's been... way worse. It's just, 
it's a it's a linguistic term. It's a oh. phonetic. It's thing. so much worse. Yeah, he made it's it a lot worse. worse. Yeah, and of course Brian knows context. about that and would like to share it with all of us. Yes. he's very proud of knowing that. Yes, um, we're getting towards the end. Uh, Mad Dog gets her moment to play the didgeridoo, which is great. Uh, she it, it sounded like she was trying to like make it sound like an elephant to me. Mm. She put some flair in it. Yeah, sometimes. Oh, I like just it. the low. Yeah, I hope to be one day as good as Marilyn at the didgeridoo. <laughs> yeah, you'll get there. Uh, and then they ask Tina, "Who's the real? Who's the real Tina? Is it the ruthless Tina mm. or the sweet motherly Tina?" Of course, it's a it's a in mixture. Like <laughs> that is Tina. I'm a human being. Yeah, that's how people work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she says, you know, a lot of luck got me million dollars i like that i like humility from yeah. a winner oh tina very humble colby colby also like knowing that tina deserved to win over him humble in that in that way yeah so. i say i like humility in a winner i also like complete lack of humility because richard was like <laughs> the coolest winner ever <laughs> yeah. at least most entertaining mm-hmm. um anything else from the reunion that we didn't get to yet hmm I think that covered most of what I had. Yeah, I think we hit the high points. All right. Well, we'll be back after a short break for a fun game that I have for Maggie and Scott. Whoa. So stay tuned for that. All right, we are back, and I have planned a trivia game. Oh my gosh! For Scott and Maggie. Oh boy! I did a lot more prep for this reunion than the first one. Ooh. So Ruby, if you're out there listening, uh, you'll have to come back on a future reunion <laughs> so you can compete against Scott in trivia. Yes, because I think that I would like this to be a staple of our reunion Ooh. episodes. So I have a list of questions here, and you all will oh need a buzzer sound. So that oh. I know who is ringing in first. Okay. And then if it's tied after the questions that I have, then I have one tiebreaker question. So Ooh. Um, I was yes. hoping for an auction. Oh. I thought you were going to hand us 500 bucks and feed us a whole bunch of food. You know, Ooh. I don't have any Monopoly money here with me. So, um I wanted some $200 river water. Oh, <laughs> I could have gotten some sugar river water. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Man. Well, this will be more fun for everyone else. Maybe not as much fun for you two. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to play some Survivor okay. Season 2 trivia. Whew. Scott, what would you like your buzzer sound to be? A, qu- a quack. A duck quack. Okay. Yeah. Can you demonstrate for the listeners? Quack. All right. Awesome. And Maggie, how I'll about just, you? I'll just do kind of a bing. Ooh, that's bing. Good. Okay. Are we making these sounds ourselves? Uh, how else would you do it? I don't know. Maybe we raise our hands and you podcast magic. <laughs> we'll yeah. do it in post. <laughs> yeah. then, no, this is this is this is live oh buzzer boy. sounds. Oof. Alrighty. All right. Question one: Who was the first Ogacore member to be voted out after the merge? Mm, my gosh, I have to think so hard about this. Uh, wank. This is all Scott, you, Scott. I can't Scott. keep them straight. <laughs> well, I am just making an answer. Is it Nick? No, Nick is incorrect. Maggie. Oh, it's Kucha. Oh my gosh. Have, uh, yeah, you have a chance. I mixed to up steal. the tribes. All right. Oh, I also mixed Maggie. them up a lot. Is it Alicia? 
<laughs> Alicia oh, also not on Ogrecore. Oh, we're off to a oh, rage start here. This is I, rough. I knew this would be embarrassing, it but would this be, is a whole new It level. would be Jerry. Jerry. Oh, Jerry first okay. Ogrecore. Okay. Oh, I remember merge. that now. Everyone was so happy yes. to vote her off. Yes. Right. All right, well, we'll see if question two <laughs> oh, boy. goes better. In episode one, which contestant suggested building a shelter out of rocks? Bing! Maggie! <sighs> Is that Deb? It is Deb! Oh, that would have been my guess, too. Point for Maggie. One zero. All right. Good job. Question three. After the auction reward, who says that their butt-wiping leaf had a hole in it? Boink. Scott. That's Roger. Roger. Nice. <laughs> Roger is correct. We've tied it at one. All right. Question four. After the Barramundi camp flooded, who retrieved the rice container from the water... Ooh, I'm gonna wank. Scott, that's complicated, but I think it's Tina. It is Tina. Oh, nice. He started to go over there. I was gonna guess Keith. Tina ended up getting it. Yes, good guess. All right, two one, Scott. This is a tough one, especially if you don't know baseball a little bit. Oh boy. Okay. Which former Baltimore (laughs) Orioles baseball player? Might Marilyn confuse with her tribe mate, Kel? Bing! Is yes. it Cal Ripken Jr.? It is Cal Ripken <laughs> Jr. Well, I would have never gotten that. <laughs> because she called Kel Cal. She did call him Cal. Yeah. Yep, yep. I had a hint there about pronunciation. Are there going to be more baseball it. trivia no, questions? That's, that's the only one. Because <laughs> I'm going to do all That's the only so think, Baltimore Royal I can we're at, name. We're at so two I'm to done. two. Okay. With three questions left. Question six. What color was the coral that Colby gave to Tina? Scott. Wasn't it white? No. No. Was not. Bing. Maggie. Was it pink? It was not pink. Oh. I believe it was orange for Tennessee. Oh. Oh. I believe it was orange for Tennessee. Yep. No point that The infamous round. coral. Yeah, the coral. <laughs> yeah. The 100K coral. Um, okay, question seven. There are going to be two, uh, two answers. You need both. When Colby wakes up in the morning, what two things is he thankful for? Oh my gosh, I can only remember one of them. Should we try to team up and see if we can get sure. both of them? Sure. Bing! Uh, I'm going to say uh, Texas. Oh, I was also going to say that Texas. <laughs> that is it, it, Is he thankful to much. be a Texan? Yes. That oh, is one. very good. Maggie, do you have the other one? Sadly, I was also oh, thinking of Texas. We both had Texas. All right, both think in Texas. It's that he's alive and that he's a Texan. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't say he's thankful for sleep. <laughs> yeah, which he easily gets wherever he goes. Yes. Okay, so what do we do there? That's like a half point for Scott. I, I don't think I can even accept a half no, point there. No, ha- okay, all right. Uh, no half point. So we're two to two going to the last question, I think. Yes, oh boy. that seems right. Okay. In the first individual immunity challenge, what food item tempted Jeff Varner to jump off? Mm, Scott. Was it the peanut butter? Peanut butter! Nice! Scott, you took the three to two win. Congratulations! You you did impressive. Very impressive, Maggie, for how long it's been for you. Thank you, thank you. 
Okay, well, I had so much fun doing that. I'm so excited <laughs> to put our guests through that oh, every boy. time. And Scott also. It might have been more painful for Scott. It was. <laughs> with the pressure. It's, there's a lot of pressure. But you did win. You're, you're the defending champion of Scott's Survivor <laughs> Trivia. You oh, no. do it again for season Is this three. really just a tryout just for new people to replace me if they win? <laughs> hmm. No. You'd have to change okay. the whole name of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Be a that's hassle. all. Yeah. Magdog okay, Survive Survivor does not roll off the top. <laughs> no, I completely not. disagree. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, we're going to talk about anything that we want to talk about from the whole season. Mm. Maggie, I want to start, though, with you because I heard that pretty much very early on in the season, you called Tina out. As the winner. What? It's true. Sadly, there's only one witness, and she's not here right oh now to back gosh. me up on this. But it w- must have been episode one or two. I said, I think Tina's going to win it all. And it's the earliest I've ever called a Survivor winner. Usually I wait till the merge and try to figure out who's going to win from there. But yeah, that's my one Survivor claim to fame. It's Colin Tina. What? And Against this, all odds. And this was after you had only seen season one. Correct. You weren't like, going yeah. back after watching future seasons. Nope, you had I was watching them season. in order. Oh my gosh. Called Tina. So, it's incredible. So what, what advice do you have for Scott oh, as please. he picks a winner oh, every season my. after episode one? What did I have, like I, eight winner picks for this season? I think it was like <laughs> four or five. Okay. Oh boy. I guess my only advice would be find somebody who's going to fly under the radar at least a little bit. I wouldn't mm. say that Tina totally flew under the radar because she didn't. She was out in right. front a lot of the time. But she wasn't an early target. Mm-hmm. So watch, I would avoid the early targets okay. and go for someone who's kind of going to seem like they're middle of the pack. And yeah. Can... You're saying avoid the Kimmies of yeah. the world? <laughs> avoid the Kimmies. rubbing her tribe the wrong way immediately? With that advice, I almost would, would have picked Amber at the beginning, but maybe she's That's too true. under the radar. That's uh, true. Tina said she was too under the radar. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I'll take that to heart and Very see if I can impressive. guess a winner. Ugh. Of your 28 seasons... Like, the first time you predicted a winner, how mm-hmm. many have you gotten right? Um, I know you said you wait till the merge usually, but... Yeah, I would say a handful. Okay. Only a handful. Mm. And yeah. usually later in the season when you have had a chance to see how the dynamics play out a little bit more. So Tina was definitely by far my most impressive. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, maybe Scott can join you with yeah. predicting the winner right after, after season three. I'll be listening for the yeah. predicting the winner game. Yes. You know, I may just have to depend on the one in 16 chance. I really think I have no <laughs> intuition at all at this point Yeah. for picking a winner. Yeah. Well, we'll see how you do in, in season three. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. Maggie, do you have anything from season two that, like, I don't know, spoke to you and you want to talk about today that you remember? Well, I think for me, one of the most memorable scenes was when Colby was reunited with his mom, because it was a big surprise. Mm. It came out of nowhere. And then she took pictures of him in the shower. It was just weird. It was a weird scene. And then, of course, he called it a conjugal visit. And I think (laughs) you guys commented on that in a previous episode. Yeah. But uh, Colby's dynamic with his mom was an interesting one. And it's it's interesting (laughs) to me to see throughout the seasons... um, who the most important people in the survivors' lives are, because for the mm. young ones, it's it's always a parent, right? Mm. It's mom or dad. And for the older ones, it tends to be like a partner mm. or a child. or So it's interesting to see kind of that dynamic get established really early on. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we definitely talked at good length about <laughs> uh, the Colby with his mom visit. And yeah, it I, I, out. I must say I've never 
as far as I know, never had my mom take pictures of me while I was showering. <laughs> yeah. So it's not a normal Colby and I don't share. Thing. Yeah, Colby and I do not share that experience. Yeah, could I just go on the record and say I would like to repeat the same sentiment? It, I don't think that's happened to me. I sure. Yeah. I certainly wasn't like Colby, like totally into that situation. Like, oh, mom, taking oh, pictures shucks. of me. Mom, oh, stop my it. Gosh. Mom. Yeah. Well, this is also, Colby's mom is also the person who said that, uh, you know, she helped raise him, but he was, he came from a gene pool. So I don't know, maybe Colby is just like the ideal person. And she, he was like made in a lab and she has really no like yeah. biological mother connection. May I say, I don't think that's true. If that were true, he would have won the million. No. <laughs> wow. I'll say it. The perfect, so Richard Hatch and Tina Wesson. Are the perfect specimen <laughs> yeah. needed Created to win Survivor? Yeah. Colby was perfect, except his heart was too big, and mm-hmm. that lost him oh, mm-hmm. nine hundred thousand dollars. Yes, and he'll rem- like I said, he'll remember that amount for a long time. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I think some other things like the Jerry, Kel, and Colby of it all is very interesting to me because, mm-hmm. like, with Kel, he still has this anti-Jerry um, attitude mm-hmm. that. If he really didn't have beef jerky, I get it. She like pretty much got him kicked off the show <laughs> because he was like hiding beef jerky. Mm-hmm. So if he really didn't have it, that kind of sucks. He may not have had beef jerky, but he definitely has beef. Ooh. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yes. He has beef with Jerry. And, you know, Jerry is kind of like, like the, the, how people felt about Jerry is very much like driven by what were shown on the show. So like. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for Kel, are we supposed to think, we're also supposed to think that he had beef jerky, I would say, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're talking about it and they vote him out because of it. And he has this weird apology where he's like, you can use my razors if you want. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we're supposed to be on Colby's side where he's like, Jerry is like flirting with me, but I don't like her. She's crazy, you know? But I feel like it's very much a Colby-sided uh, portrayal by the show. So they could have cut Jerry very differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think you could probably find just clips of her saying nice things and just play those and yeah. maybe paint her in a different light. I mean, they do include a lot of Colby saying some saying and doing some pretty yeah. like mean things. He said something Jerry. really mean. He talked about you know put the rope around your yeah. neck, not or your wrist, he, or he, when he threw water at yeah, her. Yeah, really angrily, like not as a joke. Yeah, and she was like. She's good spirited about it. Yeah. yeah. So I feel it's it's interesting looking back now at like a show that was made when it's like we want everybody to root for Colby, mm-hmm. not Jerry. So mm-hmm. I think it's interesting just thinking about Jerry probably wasn't that bad. And Scott, you've mentioned it. Like it's she isn't <laughs> She's probably fine. She doesn't make you that upset. Yeah. It's just like they are very upset yeah. by her and like we're shown some some stuff of Jerry where it's like, Oh, we're supposed to root against her and be happy when she's mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say it wasn't just Colby who was like, it was like pretty much it was, everyone. It was like Elizabeth, you yeah. know, so just looking at the gender of it all, like Elizabeth and Tina got pretty upset with mm-hmm. Jerry also. So I think there's some like, there's some room here where <laughs> Jerry probably was like being She's pushing a little buttons. Bit, yeah. She's a button pusher. Yeah, she is a button pusher. <laughs> yeah. Um, pushing Kel's buttons during the reunion, like, I'm sorry oh, yeah. you still harbor resentment, yeah. you know? Yep. <laughs> it's, like, not the best way to apologize. She doesn't even say sorry. I think she just says, I feel bad. I feel bad that you <laughs> oh, still yeah. harbor resentment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Scott, another interesting thing for you to watch for as you look at future seasons uh, is 
who are the ones that Jeff Probst gravitates to? Because he tends to have his favorites, yeah. and he tends to call them by their last name. So you watch for the Whoa. Donaldsons of the world. I think Colby is probably the first of those, would you say, Brandon? Hatch. Richard becomes Hatch, Hatch but that's true. not Hatch. yet, I don't think. Whoa. He was rich, Yeah. Hatch. Yeah. Yeah. So watch for the last name thing. It's oh, interesting. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. I, yeah, I did notice this season that Jeff seemed like he allowed himself to get a lot closer to the survivors and like hugging them and like, like, oh, it's so good that you won today, Amber. Like, this is a big moment for you. You did great. <laughs> you cried yesterday. Yeah, you, you cried yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, I don't. I don't know. Does he ever call Jeff, like? Jeff Varner or Varner directly in this season? Mm. Like, does he ever, like, is it confusing for him to say Jeff if there's a Jeff <laughs> on the season? Um, I mean, I've I've known people named Scott before, and mm-hmm. it wasn't particularly confusing. You didn't have me. to call you them by their last name. Yeah. You knew which one was you. I knew which one was me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't really a problem. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he would like it because it's like he wants his name to be said more. So if he says mm. it, then, like, I'm just talking to other Jeff, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, I don't remember because I believe at this point... Jeff Varner is is Varner, not Jeff. Mm. So I was wondering if I, if I had missed whether he addressed him as Jeff or Varner or neither on this season. Maybe so. just yeah, d- didn't talk to him at all. Didn't know he was there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, who's this guy again? <laughs> He's right there with the us. The one who released the fish. <laughs> the merch. Tribe. Oh, the fish guy. Yeah, the fish. Guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like then we had the Kimmy and Alicia conflict on Kucha, which is otherwise like a, a sort of like a happy eating tribe where they mm-hmm. were all well fed. And then there's the 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 vegetarian centered argument where like one person doesn't want to eat the food, and I feel like that comes up on the the other show that like somebody says you know if you're the one disagreeing about food then Mm -hmm. it's going to be really tough for you to like fit in with the tribe i've often wondered what it would be like to be a vegetarian and be on survivor because usually there's a reward challenge it's like and it's ribs and chicken yeah so i'm a vegetarian so whenever whenever i hear the reward challenges i'm like yeah potato salad (laughs) i'm gonna eat all the potato salad yeah yeah it's it's a tough world for a veg Mm -hmm. i think I feel like they ought to do, like, Survivor, where the one tribe is, like, meat eaters, and one tribe <laughs> is all vegetarians, so at least they can, like, See have one do. common, yeah, it's like... Flora versus fauna. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That, so, I don't know, maybe we'll get that at some point. I don't know, like, we've gotten that. One team um, is, like, just stabbing pigs, and the other is just hunting down t- tapioca. Tapioca. dandelions or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then there's... A lot of talk in this season about, like, how nature, like, impacted them more than mm-hmm. in season one. Because season one comparatively had it super easy. Mm-hmm. Where, like, Richard was catching a bunch of fish and, like, he won. So he was there till the very end. Mm-hmm. And then in this season they have basically nothing. They've stopped being able to catch fish and they've eaten all their rice. Which, I'll say, I guess that part of it, they were eating too much. <laughs> um, but then, they like, they get new rice and then it floods. And so... There's a lot more about, like, this is just hard to actually get through the day yeah. rather than, mm-hmm. like, even be playing the game. That's yeah. why they respect the land so much. <laughs> Make some totems. That's why yeah. they did it, the totems at the end. That's so true. It really was harsher conditions for these people. And I think it's almost, like, a little bit up- uplifting to look at the last season and see how it was way less harsh conditions. But they were way harsher against each other. 
in season mm-hmm. one. Yeah, in season mm-hmm. one. Yeah. So in season two, they're they kind of are forced to work together, and because of that, there's I feel like there's way less drama amongst them at the end. Obviously, there's mm-hmm. still some, mm-hmm. but there's there's way less people that just, just like hate each other's guts. Yeah, there's no like Sue and Kelly like oh, you know yeah. argument at the end mm-hmm. like this is the final four like I hate your guts like you know go away like you were my sister and now I hate you you know there was nothing like there was no snakes and rats speech. Mm-hmm. Jerry never even had a snake and rat moment, which I think we were all waiting yeah. for. She just asked a really simple question, which was just like baiting for an apology in the, the last <laughs> episode. Oh yeah, what do you feel bad? <laughs> Did you feel so bad about voting someone? Yeah. I'm pointing at myself. And they just someone they're both at like. The no, we're good. Her name is not mentioned in their answer at all. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, like, in future seasons, you know, how, if a season is tough physically, do they, you know, not have as much ill will mm-hmm. towards each other? Or are there anywhere, like, the two mm-hmm. combine and it's like they hate each other and it's hard? And they're forced to rely on each other? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that would make good TV. Yeah. Let me see that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's also talk about Colby bringing tina to the end and not mm. keith because he's explained it but it like, seems how like do we fe- how do we feel about this yeah. like do we respect him for doing it or do we think like signing up for a game like this we want them to all be playing as hard as they can or as hard as they know how yeah this is something i wanted to bring up with comparing and contrasting the two seasons in in the first season i was kind of like begging for people to play with like a little more honor and just like think of their neighbor and like i I was looking forward to like the good guy winning but now that i've seen it i'm kind of like it almost seems a little disrespectful to the game in some ways where it's like he could have taken the victory but he was just like yeah i just learned a lesson and my it changed something in me and i just feel like I like that sentiment. I really do. I think that's a positive sen- sentiment. But this is Survivor, and it's about surviving. And I want to see, again, the snake eat the rat. I think I really do want to see that. And mm-hmm. uh, I think I don't. I don't want to see a season in the future again where uh, it's about uh, some active virtue at the end that chooses the winner, and that it's the person that plays the hardest mm-hmm. and does the best and is the best survivor. And I. Th- I don't want to take that away from Tina. I think that she is the best survivor because clearly she did. She had a, a relationship with Colby that led to him picking her and bringing her to the end. But right, because she read that he would want to bring somebody like that mm-hmm. to the end. Like mm-hmm. she did, like the mind controller yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maggie, just, what do you think? I think it's an interesting sort of philosophical thread that is going to weave uh, through a lot of seasons oh of Survivor, which is. Do you do the honorable thing and bring the strongest people to the end? Or do you do the safe thing and bring the guy that everybody hates to mm-hmm. the end? You know? And for me, I like to see a good I like to see a good final episode where mm. it's not like, oh, there's a clear winner yeah. and there's these two, you know, this other person they're up against is clearly gonna lose. I'd like to see a good final episode. So I think for me, I'm glad he brought Tina, not just because it made me right, mm-hmm. <laughs> but also that's just what I like in the final episode. I think it makes for better TV. Hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, in season one, it was kind of like, will the person who tried to, like, be buddy-buddy with the people before she voted them out, Mm -hmm. or will the, you know, will the snake win? And he Mm -hmm. was playing the game the whole time, and he was like, yeah, I don't really care about these people at all. I don't know anything about them. I don't know any of these answers to these quiz questions. (laughs) He would not have done well on Survivor trivia in season one. I totally agree with you, Maggie. Like, I don't want to see someone who's just way... It's just so obvious they're going to win. I think first season is almost kind of like best case scenario where it is a snake playing the game and playing the game only, but also it was not clear at the end who was going to win. Yeah, right. Like Richard was definitely playing it the most, but it was Mm -hmm. still like you don't know how they're going to vote. Mm-hmm. And so, and every group of jurors is going to be different because mm-hmm. they're all mm-hmm. humans Ooh. and they're all going to look at different things. Oh, so. so exciting. <laughs> just sold the show to me. There's so much ahead of you, Scott. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. We're only two 41sts of the way through this <laughs> oh show. Oh my gosh. And uh, season 42 starts in March. March so 9th. we, we got to get going oh, for season three to uh, start catching up. I think our goal for this year is like three seasons and looking at that pace, it's uh Part of, like oh Scott said, part of you wants to just binge it all. Yeah, I do. Yep. Yeah, so you know, but um, but we won't. Um, Mad Dog, I just want to say, great character, and <laughs> I wish she lasted longer. Yeah. yeah. Um, not because she would have lost more weight, Bryant Gumble, um, <laughs> but because she was hilarious. She was, a, she was such a character. She had probably the best quotes in the whole she show. She was yeah. the true constellation. I think. Yeah. Not. I mean, Tina is a, is maybe like. A, a maybe like a smaller constellation mm. but mad dog oh my gosh a she mad dog victory here mad dog's a big dipper <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, right. that's great i mean they are conjoined uh, <laughs> she said earlier so mm. yeah and then let's briefly talk about uh the first person to get evacuated from mm. survivor in mike because that is something that scott i don't know if you considered that as a possibility no before that happened yeah not at all that was so shocking sorry maggie what about you like when this happened did you were you aware of this event before you no i'd never heard about it it was just as shocking to me as Mm. it was when it happened live i'm sure and it won't be the last Ooh. yeah that is that is uh no spoilers yeah Yeah. i mean i i figured that at this point if we're only two seasons in and um, an emergency like that happens it's it's bound to happen again but i really didn't picture that happening i'm like this is a tv show they've got this under control yeah they're not gonna let a man fall into a fire well cameraman terry wasn't looking (laughs) he was eating his beef jerky probably (laughs) he and kel were snacking it up over there tossing apples to mitchell (laughs) (laughs) well yeah that was after mitchell got voted out so they're probably just like yeah they're they're just there watching have as many apples as he wants (laughs) He's like, he's like, he's like, oh, they meant after you get voted out, they'll give you apples behind <laughs> the cameras. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Mike, I mean, he talked about, you know, it was worth more than a million to have the experience that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say hard to hear anything positive from Mike. Uh, I won't say anything further, but hard to hear anything positive at Mike don't in the Google year 2022. People. Yeah, don't oh, never no. Google people. Never Google from, survivors. From oh my survivors. gosh, yeah. what what happened? Is I that not going to be discussed say, on the show? I will. I have. I'm putting together a timeline of like things that happen in Survivor lore and history, and I'm planning on bringing these things up as they happen in the real time, like oh, of nice. the Survivor seasons. So oh my gosh, we'll get we'll get there, but. Uh, oh, yeah. not, I, I'm a million possibilities. I've just, yeah, I've just, 
<laughs> I've just blown Scott. Or, yeah, I've just confused Scott. He's wondering. Is Mike an evil cyborg? That's one of the many things going through my brain right now. Uh, I won't say. Is it close to that? It, it could be close. Oh, boy. Yeah. If oh, he's no. a cyborg, we should never have been subjected to that horrible video of his hands <laughs> yeah. falling off. Yeah. True. Yeah, he, very much has, he very much has human skin. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, on that cliffhanger that will oh last my gosh. several years for you, Scott, <laughs> which I'm very excited about. Um, anything else that, Maggie, you want to talk about from season two? I think we've hit all the high points. Mm. I, and the low points. And, and the low, low points. points. Yeah. yeah. It was Cyber a good Mike. season. Mm-hmm. It was fun to relive it. Mm. Thanks yeah. for thanks for having me. Yeah. It's fun to live it for the first time. Uh, I look forward to more reunions with fewer Bryant Gumbel appearances. <laughs> They're like, Jeff can't be here because he has to go. Why don't they make Bryant go do the trailer? Ooh. Why it's can't Jeff be Jeff's there? helicopter rides are so long. <laughs> they <laughs> yeah. probably filmed that whole thing while he was still on his way. That's very mm. true. Uh, I love the season. I, I, I think the first one beats it out uh, so far. Um, but yeah, but it was a great season. Uh, Tina deserved to win. I don't want to, I want to, I do want to make that very clear. That is my opinion. Tina deserved to win and she did play the game. Uh, and even though it is a little disappointing to me, what Colby decided at the end mm-hmm. i respect him for it yeah and great game love it yep. love the show well i'm tracking <laughs> your list of favorite winners mm-hmm. and favorite or best winners and favorite seasons and i can't wait to add to that list and eventually it's going to get very difficult yeah to, like uh where do you want to put it in between <laughs> 14 or 15. yeah you know you've watched 24 seasons <laughs> uh is this 13th or 14th best yeah yeah so uh, yeah, very excited to have talked about this this season with you, Scott and Maggie. Thanks so much for joining us for season two. Who knows, depending on how many people I know or we know <laughs> that watch Survivor and care about it enough to do a podcast episode, you might be getting a call. I'd at love some to point come back. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> you Happy work to. On, watch, watch the whole season and work on the trivia yes. so you can beat out Scott in the future. <laughs> yes, good to. But thank you so much for joining us. And listeners, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, listeners. Yeah, it's been so fun. Season two is in the books. And if you haven't yet, I, although I don't know how you wouldn't have, follow us on Twitter at SS Survivor Pod. And can I, may I just say, for yeah. probably the final time, very <laughs> plainly, uh, I do want to shout out CPS, who follows us on Twitter. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but I did go and look at their Twitter to see how many people they follow. It's under a thousand. So I wow. mean that's pretty good. Wow. I oh mean, my gosh. i I do honestly feel honored to be followed by the Twitter account wow. of CBS. Do you think Bryant Gumble runs the Twitter? <laughs> that's what he does now in his yeah. in his now that they've taken him off the reunions. I assume mm-hmm. that they he's off and they have not brought He's him very back. much off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's running the Twitter. He's taking a step back from the limelight and he just sits at a sits at a desk. Oh no. Do you think he listens? I'm sorry, Bryant. You're, I'm sure you're fine. Brian, if you listen, I know you're probably playing a character. It's a character. TV. Everyone yeah. asks questions about bikinis. Yes, it's totally I normal. I do that. I mean, who are we talking about? Brian Gumble. <laughs> you, you did your job well, my you friend. You did your job. So, um, yeah, listeners, thank you. We've gotten so much support in terms of plays in the last month. Like, mm. it's been wild. So thank you for listening. And uh, hopefully you will join us for season three in Africa. The whole continent mm. will be going to the whole continent of Africa. <laughs> I'll so be here. Can't wait to see you there. And until then, take care. See ya. Bye. Bye.